Welcome to Thriller Premium. Welcome to Thriller Premium. and girls from around the world welcome back to another exciting episode of the coin talk today is december 28 2020 and gosh bitcoin has reached an all-time high that's right um we're back we're back baby <laughs> and you know i'm not gonna lie i missed y'all i missed y'all a lot uh it was a lot of fun just like not looking at anything other than my block folio for two weeks. Um, during those two weeks, not only did we get a Santa rally well above my projection of 22 K, but <laughs> we came in way over. Um, and not only that, uh, I got a lot of messages from people saying, Hey car, you should take vacations more often. <laughs> Bitcoin seems to rally when you do, which is funny. The last time we, we took a vacation, uh, Bitcoin did the same thing. Uh, so it, it's kind of funny how that kind of works out like this. Anyways, today we're going to talk, we're going to kind of get back into the groove of things. It's been, it's been about two weeks since we last recorded an episode in, in crypto time, Bitcoin time, that's uh, two months. <laughs> so a lot of stuff has happened. We're going to talk about a couple of those things today, and we're really going to get back into the swing of things. We got a, a Bitcoin in January coming up this week. And I'm hoping and hoping to drop two other episodes uh, as well, too. But let's let's jump into what's kind of going on here, because there's a lot of things that has me worried and I kind of want to share my my views on it. But let's talk about the, the good first. Right. Bitcoin logs 28 K, <laughs> which is a hell of a center rally, <laughs> if I must say. Um, and everybody's kind of wondering, like, what's going on? I, and, and, you know, I was kind of looking at everything, kind of thinking like, you know, I definitely think retail interest hasn't came back the way it was. I, I do think a lot of this is institutional investment. I also think this is a lot of uh, tether manipulating going on as well, too. You, we, this, is, this is typical. It's not a surprise, right? Um, but another thing that kind of surprises me is I, I kind of look back to what we were talking about back in uh, Bitcoin in, was it Bitcoin in November? I think it was. Yeah, Bitcoin in November. And back then, I re-released the whole episode. You go back and listen to it. Uh, turns out I'm usually right. <laughs> and I'm usually right early. Um, at that time, you know, everybody was asking, you know, how the U.S. election was going to have implications on Bitcoin. And at the time, I said, you know, there's this whole kind of narrative saying that if Biden wins, he's going to ruin the financial system and Bitcoin's going to pump. Same thing. If Trump, if Trump were to win, you know, Trump, the, the stocks are going to go up. Uh, and, and it's just going to continue to go up the way it has been going up. I go, and I said at that time, I said in either direction, Bitcoin wins long-term. It doesn't matter. 
I did say, and you can go back and look at the episode, I did say there would be a greater chance of a Santa rally if Trump loses, as most investors will try to maximize profit before he leaves office. And I think that's exactly what we're seeing here, ladies and gentlemen. I think what we're seeing is exactly that. People are trying to maximize profit as much as they can before Trump leaves office. But there's a kind of twofold with that, right? So if you go to, I've been doing a lot of Bitcoin market research today. And just from what I'm gathering, I think we're about to see a major dump here. <laughs> you know, I really do. And I, I don't, I don't mean to scare you. I'm not trying to scare you, but I think this is going to happen here next Monday on January 4th. That first week of January is going to be a major dump for Bitcoin. And so one of the main reasons uh, for this is what's going on with, with the SEC, with regulations. If you haven't heard, SEC Chairman Clayton has stepped down. His last day was on the on the 23rd. During that time, there was some other talks of possible. I mean, it's mostly coming from Brian Armstrong and a couple of people from Circle. Uh, everybody's freaking out that they're going to implement a rule change that'll make people who like yourselves and like exchanges that a lot of us use have to KYC AML for anything over $3,000 going in either direction to a wallet or coming back from a wallet. Um, that changes everything. There's also other um, laws that they're kind of seeking and in, in that don't affect this one. This is a separate one. But this other one is one that we talked about right before the break where Naomi has done like a really good walkthrough. We kind of covered it briefly. But with this one that's getting passed here, they're trying to pass it here in 15 days. So they're basically trying to pass it here in a short span of time. Um, and the reason for this is <laughs> because the price of Bitcoin, the, the fact that a lot of institutions are jumping into Bitcoin and causing it to go parabolic, the fact that this whole year, the SEC and other regulators, um, it, you know, United States regulators primarily, uh, not just the G7, um, are looking at, at Bitcoin and trying to get its, um, its hands around it. This is, this is why we saw, you know, a lot of people um, that work for BitMEX get pulled in and kind of reined in. And now they're looking at possible jail time. Um, there was a lot of shakeup when it came to other things like Ripple possibly issuing out a security known as XRP. That's kind of going down as well, too, right now. There is a lot of behind the scenes maneuvering that we're just not privy to know that's going on behind the scenes. The only things that we do know for a fact, and these are things that I have fact checked and you can fact check as well too. January 4th, the 15 days are up for that uh, proposal of, of regulation for, for, for crypto and Bitcoin when it comes to exchanges and, 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 and uh, wallets and, and everything that a lot of us use on a day-to-day -day basis for anything that's transacting over $3,000. Right now, Peter McCormick has done a very great episode where he goes in depth with a couple key people who know exactly how this new rule and regulation is going to kind of work. I, I highly recommend checking that out. I will say, though, the, the, the short of it is this is going to happen on January 4th. They're either going to go through with this regulatory kind of um, process of getting this implemented. And then at that point, they'll go into like, I'm sure arbitration of some sort in some court. Either way, this is happening on January 4th. 
it's either going to go through or it's not. A lot of people right now on crypto Twitter are kind of, you know, slamming their fingers, <laughs> making all sorts of noise, including Brian Armstrong of Coinbase. So that's taking place right now. A whole discussion on there is going online. I personally think we're going to see a major dump here. <laughs> Everything needs a catalyst, right? Um, right now, there's nothing stopping Bitcoin other than this right now. And I think that's going to happen here by by January 4th. It probably even will start happening here at the you know on the first. You'll start seeing that kind of take place. Right now, we're sitting pretty at 26K. And don't get me wrong, I love it. I think it's fantastic. Where do we see the price going? Falling, dropping towards? We'll definitely talk about more about that here in um, Bitcoin in January. We're going to release that in a couple of days. And we'll talk about it more in CoinTalk. I will say, though, all this news, all this bad news that's kind of coming out right now, this is what happens <laughs> when Bitcoin starts making all-time highs. This is no different than in 2017. It was the same guy, Jay Clayton, <laughs> who came in there and made all sorts of uh, all sorts of rule changes and, and, and scary tactics to, to kind of curtail all those ICOs at the time. Now it seems like a lot of people in power, especially in these G7 countries, are realizing that Bitcoin has the potential to change the fucking world. And they don't want they don't want Bitcoin to undermine their their uh, country's currency. And that's what it ultimately comes down to. They want to make sure that they control end to end wallet to transaction to wallet or however they're looking at it. They want to control everything end to end and starts with the with the wallet and it starts with transactions over three thousand dollars. They don't want to KYC AML you for five dollar start coffee coffee transactions. They want to stop you from making those three thousand dollar purchases and, and that has to be tracked by the government. It's completely bullshit. <laughs> I think it's just dumb. Because uh, if you look at just any type of cash transaction these days, um, it, it does, nothing has to be claimed until it's like 10,000, I think, 10,000 or 15,000. Um, so it, it's kind of bullshit. Then the other the other part of it is is their way of trying to control something that they're not going to be able to control because a lot of this administration that's leaving right now is, 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 on, is on its way out. But we have some good news with all of this, right? The good news is that Bitcoin is going to go up regardless. <laughs> so, yes, even if this were to pass, yes, it's going to suck, but it will force everybody to um, start leaving their Bitcoin on an exchange. Right. It'll force because at that point, what's the difference? Right. So you could see that you could definitely see a rise in, um, you know, Monero, a rise in Zcash, possibly uh, Verge. <laughs> Just kidding. You never know. Uh, but what I'm trying to say is. Uh, look, look for privacy coins to then take a uh, take a, a jump. But before we get ahead of ourselves with that, that's later in the year. We have to realize that Bitcoin is inevitable. It's going to happen. It's going to keep going up. We're going to get to 100K. That is going to happen at some point in 2021. We are going to get to 50K by May. <laughs> I'm calling that right now. Um, a quick 4X from here is, is, not, is not out of the realm possibility for Bitcoin. And... Quite frankly, with what Coinbase is doing, that's right. They made an announcement that they're going to be doing their IPO here next year. If that Coinbase IPO happens like either February, March or April, just look at Bitcoin soar at that point. We're going to see that May Bitcoin rally like we always see every year. So that's going to give us some, some oomph. 
if there's one thing that can kind of take us out of this dump, because if a dump happens, a lot of people are going to be kind of devastated, right? They're, they're going to be like, oh my God, I bought it at 27K. Now it's back down to 20K. Oh no, it's going back down to 16K. Should I sell it all? And they're just going to be completely wiped. And then when it comes back soaring, <laughs> they're going to be like, oh my God, that was just a flash crap. I can see it happening all, you know, it's just natural things, right? So what I'm trying to say, ladies and gentlemen, the Coinbase IPO is going to be a hell of a catalyst next year to look forward to. That's going to cause the price of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies to run. We also need to talk about Ethereum because Ethereum institutional uh, futures investing is going to start here on the 8th of February. That's another catalyst as well, too. You know what happened to DeFi this year in August. Uh, it just helped Bitcoin <laughs> push forward. Same thing is going to happen here with with those uh, with the institutional investment going into the futures for Ethereum, all these are all these are catalysts for for early 2021 that we should be looking at, and we're gonna look at here in Bitcoin in January. But like I said, let's let's get back to the swing of things, and <laughs> let's move slow, and uh, let's celebrate today's all time high because 28k is nothing to sneeze at. Like it took a long time to get there, and quite frankly, I. I'm shocked that it had to happen while I was on vacation, but that's fine. <laughs> We're back. And uh, that definitely means Bitcoin will go down with us coming back. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Who knows? You never know. But I will say, let's talk coin talk. I want to talk coin talk. I miss coin talk. I need coin talk. Let's do it. It is time. Talk, but before we dive into that, we got to uh, kind of thank everybody, I say. I mean, I want to thank everybody for an incredible year. I think we all are completely, you know, caught by surprise what Bitcoin did. Uh, and I also want to thank all the new subscribers that came on board here during our holiday special that we've been running for the past month. You know, one of the things that we try to do is we try to get back to the community uh, whether that's this past uh, past week on Christmas Day when I gave everybody a five dollars of Bitcoin in the Telegram, or you know, it's doing kind of our specials once a year, you know, and and the reason we do that is because I remember you know what it was like for you know you know growing up in my early twenties and struggling and not able to afford anything and and feeling like how am I gonna <laughs> afford something like this that's just uh, 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 you know a, a splurge in a way. And but that can also help me financially, possibly. Right. And, and so that's all we try to do is try to help out as many people as, as we can. And, and quite honestly, I feel like we do a really good job here. Uh, I feel like we do a really good job to get everybody ahead of the curve of what the crypto and Bitcoin space is doing. And um, yeah, I feel like that's all we can really do. And I think getting people new on board will help, help to do that. And if you haven't signed up yet, you still got two days. So 48 hours to sign up. And then after that, it's going back to its full price. So maybe tell a friend or, you know, share it. And um, yeah, I was really surprised how many people got signed up while we were on vacation. You know, it was kind of like, wow, 
a lot of people want, want Thriller Premium, which is cool. We're doing some good stuff here. Okay, with that, let's get into our disclaimer, baby. Remember, Thriller Podcast is not good all right so it's time for coin talk my favorite part of the day um if we look at the the total market cap right now it's 732 billion that's crazy <laughs> when, I, when i went on vacation it was like 478 billion um <laughs> that's nuts um, you look at the dominance for BTC, it's at 68.2%. ETH is at 11.2%. Um, a lot of people, uh, during my vacation were, were asking, like, you need to take it more often. <laughs> Bitcoin's going up. I was like, geez, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, <laughs> but it, it was, uh, it was funny nonetheless. Uh, so Bitcoin right now is at $26,729. And quite frankly, it's just cruising. That's exactly what it's doing. It's smooth. All right, Javier, you can lower that a little bit. <laughs> Uh, anyways, uh, is that Daft Punk too? Oh, it is. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Um, so we were talking about Bitcoin. <laughs> that song is so amazing. I never, I got have we ever played that before? Anyway, so $26,729. What do I think is going to happen? I, like I said, I, I, I want to tell you so much more, but I feel like whenever I have to tell you so much more, I should back it up with facts, right? Like I, I shouldn't just give you an outright theory and then tell you to go make a play on that theory. That's just dumb. Like you shouldn't listen to people that do that. Uh, you should look at the verifiable evidence that they have. So that's why we're going to save a lot of that for, for, for Bitcoin in, in January. Cause I'm going to be able to kind of really write out the newsletter and kind of explain it inside the email. So you can kind of verify everything for yourself. But right now um, I will say though, I do definitely think that by January 4th, we're going to see a major dump here. Um, a lot of people, and I totally understand, I, I totally get where you're coming from. And, and I, I, I totally, uh, am, am totally under the, the, the idea that it could be wrong, that it, it could not go dumping. It could continue into January. I would just find that incredibly, um, like hard to believe. Uh, and, and, and I, I say with probably about 80% certainty <laughs> Bitcoin will dump uh, next week, uh, if not later this week. Uh, and, and, and I don't I'm not saying we're going to, you know, fall back down to 12K or 13K or 14K. I, I'm merely saying we're going to, you know, definitely fall back to the 20K range. Right. And if we do break 21K, then it's possible possibility we can open it back up to 17K, 18K. Uh, and that's not a bad thing. Like, don't think for a second if this is if you're a new person that's just barely barely coming in and listening to Thriller Premium for the first time. Welcome aboard. In this section of Coin Talk, this is where we talk about everything with speculation. A lot of this doesn't have any 
verifiable evidence that I'm going to support inside the newsletter. But I will have that uh, when we do our once monthly Bitcoin in, 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 in January, right? So for right now, everything you're hearing is speculation. I don't want you to get twisted on like, oh, this is verifiable. No, no, this is all speculation. This is like us having a conversation over the phone or us having a conversation in person just talking about the markets. Uh, nothing is based on fact here. Not yet. Even though this is what I'm telling you is, that's just my word. I'm not proving anything back that. Anyway, I just want to make sure that's clear because we got a lot of new people joining in. Okay. So what I'm trying to say is, yes, January 4th seems like the perfect catalyst for this dump to happen. And that's one thing about these markets that most people don't realize, like they're, they're pretty, <laughs> they're pretty predictive, right? Um, that's how we were able to come up with, or at least prove upon the whole, you know, um, uh, the whole, uh, you know, uh, God, what am I trying to say here? See, this is what happens when I take two weeks off. I, I lose my whole train of thought, my whole train of thought. What I'm trying to say is this is how we came up with the whole uh, 56.7 Bitcoin theory. Like it's just because of, of, of this, of, of knowing where the data is headed and then attaching catalyst to it. It's not to say, it's kind of like similar to the stock to flow ratio. I'm pretty sure you're, you're aware of how that works. If not, go check out bitcoinaudiobook.com. That's, there's a chapter on it. But how that works is we're going to get to these certain pillars this year. And one of those pillars here is May. May is our, our rally month. Uh, <laughs> it's our Bitcoin rally month. It, it's been a Bitcoin rally month uh, since I've been in this space, right? So it, 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 every May, we get together once a year in consensus in New York and Bitcoin goes crazy. <laughs> it just, it goes crazy. Last year, we didn't get together and it still went crazy. <laughs> so this year, depending on what it, what it looks like with COVID, we will somewhat get together, who knows, but it's still going to go crazy. So the halfway point for every year when looking at crypto and Bitcoin is getting to May, right? That's the halfway point. That tells us everything. So for example, what's going to happen here January? What do we know for certain? Well, for certain, we know January 4th, this rule change is possibly going to come from the regulatory side. How that's going to be handled, I don't know, right? It, it, it could go through. It could not go through. They're still talking about it. But January 4th, something's coming down the, the, the pipe, right? So that's a catalyst. <laughs> whether good or bad, whether the market reacts to it or not, it's still a catalyst that could potentially move the market one way or another. Now, I tend to think that it's going to be bad. And it's going to cause the price of Bitcoin to go back down to, to reality, right? Uh, which is fine. It's a pullback. This is normal. This are, these are normal in bull runs. A pullback is normal, right? A 20%, 30% pullback is normal. You listen to some people who are very, very, very bright in this space, like Willy Woo. He talks about these 20% pullbacks all the time during a bull rally. This is what happens. This is what occurs. This is no different, right? So... What did we do here in the past 15 days? Well, we went up from 17K to 27K. We went up 10K in like 15 days. That's crazy. <laughs> That's insane. That doesn't happen all the time, right? This, this 10K level jump. And the crazy thing was, not only did we just break past 20K, we like flew past it. We didn't even go back down to retest it. That's crazy. <laughs> That's not how it should have played out. Now, 
that doesn't mean that we're 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 not going to um, just blow past it and never test it again. That, and that, I'm just saying that next year, January 4th, just be careful. That's all I'm saying. Be careful. Don't freak out if you see Bitcoin do something and people start saying, we'll sell your Bitcoin, sell your Bitcoin. Don't start freaking out. This is normal. <laughs> Bitcoin always dumps in January. Uh, how much depends on the year, right? This year, I think worst case scenario, 16K. Quite frankly, if it drops to 16K, I will love it. <laughs> I've already personally, this is just telling you my personal uh, kind of thing that I'm doing. Personally, I'm setting aside a huge ch chunk of money, bonus money, 401k <laughs> money <laughs> to buy Bitcoin when it dumps in January. Like that's what I'm banking on. And I, I really think that if it does the complete opposite, well, I'll just wait on the sidelines because I already have Bitcoin. I'm just waiting on the sidelines. I'll wait till it's next pullback. I just don't, I just don't see a scenario where this would be the first time in a, in a really long time that Bitcoin didn't jump dump in January. I'm just saying if, if this keeps going, this will be the first time in many years that Bitcoin didn't dump in January. I'm just saying now, second thing, what's going to, once it dumps, what's going to cause it to rise? Ethereum futures. Ethereum futures are going to be another catalyst going towards bull, <laughs> right? Going towards the bull run. So you're going to have institutions who are now going to have access to buy Ethereum futures. What happened when Bitcoin got its futures started? Oh man, it went parabolic, right? Do you remember that 2017? Yeah. So do I, do I see Ethereum running that that month in February, possibly. I mean, we're seeing it happen today at seven hundred dollars, right? Ethereum is running at seven hundred dollars today, seven thirteen. It's been kind of in this six eighty five, six fifty range for the past couple of weeks, six thirty four. Do I think Ethereum's going to dump here in January? I don't see why not. I mean, I don't see I don't see why it shouldn't. Uh, but I do know it's going to start rallying here, probably reach its previous all time high by February of next year. For sure. Right. People are wondering, like, why? Why did Bitcoin run? But everything else did not Well, quite frankly, Bitcoin stole the attention and, and, and Bitcoin is pretty fucking solid. <laughs> like, like if you really look at it, there's nothing that's going to guarantee you a 4x or 5x in 2021 in the whole entire world <laughs> other than Bitcoin. Now, why do I say that? Well, if you buy Bitcoin at 20K in January, Nothing's going to give you a 4X, 5X guaranteed. Guaranteed. <laughs> and the people are like, man, Carl, you're, you're really guaranteed. No, it's not just me. There's a lot smarter people than me that are saying the same thing. And quite frankly, a quick 4X from here is nothing for Bitcoin. It's the truth. You're telling me we hit 28K and, we, and all of a sudden we can't get to 100K? We hit 28K and we can't get to 50K by May? No. <laughs> complete opposite. Uh, I think we blow past 100k, but I'm not. I'm not going to give you my full outright <laughs> price. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to give you that today. <laughs> we'll do that next month, where I'll tell you what I think the price of Bitcoin is going to be by the end of the year. Um, last year, I said 17k. Boy, was I wrong. But it was a conservative bet at the time, and quite frankly, <laughs> and quite frankly, if you remember, <laughs> if you remember the whole Bitcoin theory. 
we had it at 22K. So shit. I mean, I, I feel like I got pretty close. <laughs> the worst case scenario, I'm making a conservative bet, <laughs> right? <laughs> so next year, I think a conservative bet is 100K, right? I think 100K. And I think a lot of that's going to tell us when we get to May. If we're at 50K by May, by the end of May, if we have surpassed 50K or reached 50K, then I think no, there's just absolutely no brainer by August <laughs> when it starts pumping again, uh, <laughs> we're going to see, you know, we're going to see, we're going to be going towards hundred K. Um, so that's why Ethereum is so important in February. It gives us that catalyst upwards. And once Ethereum hits its previous all-time high of $1,400 in February of next year, then at that point we could start looking at how that could affect Bitcoin. Because then Bitcoin starts running again. And then all of a sudden, Bitcoin has some legs in February, gets back to where it's at right now, this 28K, 30K range. And then guess what happens next after that? Coinbase IPO, right? And that's going to be a whole nother catalyst that leads to 50K in May. That's kind of my mindset. That's how I kind of see this playing out right now. If you were to ask me, and we're in December, mind you. <laughs> Remember how I tell you I can't predict things until we get closer and closer and closer and we start seeing dates pop up and, and these little kind of pillars and like, okay, look for this. If it doesn't look like that, then okay, then this is what we're looking for. This is kind of, this is starting to, starting to take shape, ladies and gentlemen. This is what we're seeing. These are big dates to, to, to kind of write down. January 4th, what's going to happen then? Okay, that's going to be a catalyst. February 8th, what's going to happen with Ethereum futures? That's going to be a catalyst. Coinbase IPO, possibly February, possibly March, possibly April. Catalyst, May, catalyst. These are things that we already are aware of, and we're not even in 2021 yet. This is why. <laughs> and wait till I get to wait till I get to Bitcoin in January. I'm going to be able to prove all of this. <laughs> all of this that I'm saying right now is unprovable because I don't, I'm not going to put it in the newsletter. But come Bitcoin in January this week, when we release it, it's all going to be proven. You're going to have verifiable facts for all this stuff. But what I'm trying to say is, is this is why you pay, you pay for a premium podcast. No one's out there telling you this. <laughs> Who's out there telling you this? Everybody's just interviewing each other. <laughs> right. And don't get me wrong. I love every single podcast out there. I love them. I, I, I love me some pump. I love me some Peter McCormick. I love me. Uh, some guy swan. I love me some, some of these Bitcoin podcasts. I, I love me some Bitcoin takeover, which I was just on recently. But what I'm trying to say is everybody's just interviewing everybody. No one's talking about what the market looks like, how it's being structured, how it's going to play out. These are conversations they're having amongst themselves <laughs> behind the scenes. Every once in a while, somebody will drop a dime, right? Somebody will say, Oh, look at that pretty piece of information. Somebody will say something like that. Jeremy Alar has his own little YouTube show that he he drops dimes every once in a while, right? What does he know? Well, he happens to be the person in charge of USDC. <laughs> so, or at least one of the people in charge. What I'm trying to say is no one's giving you this information. This is why Thriller Premium is important. This is why you should probably share this. This is why a normal person coming into this space who, who just bought their first bag of Bitcoin doesn't know what to do because they're, 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 they're going based off of information on crypto YouTube or what these conversations where people are having just one-on-one -on -one with each other. Like you're lost. You're completely lost. <laughs> we'll hold your hand. 
So this is what I see is happening here in the short term. Right now, market cap, 732 billion XRP. I want to talk about XRP and I want to talk about it briefly because a lot of people I know personally who, <laughs> who listen to Thriller were holding XRP. And what did I say? <laughs> what did I say? I said, whatever you do, do not hold more than you can lose when it comes to XRP. There's some things, and remember I told you when it, when it rallied here, I think that's like 75 cents and people were buying in, people were FOMOing in and buying in because there's a whole alt, there's a whole coin that was going to come out of it. To me, that, that was likely a ploy, man. That was a ploy because they saw this coming from the SEC. They saw this suit against Ripple and XRP possibly being a security. Coinbase went ahead and suspended XRP trading. And so, yes, that was all a ploy. It was all a ploy to get people to buy more XRP so they could dump their bags on you. It's so sad. This is why I always say when it came to XRP, why gamble with it? Right. Why gamble with something that, you know, for certain and that I've said in the past is a security. We did a whole episode two years ago. XRP, if you're reading this, XRP is likely a security. <laughs> um, it's just not worth it. It was never worth to put your money into it because you never know how it was going to play out. That's why I say it's just not worth it. Now, what's going to happen to XRP, the, the, the security <laughs> or the token? Um, they'll probably get sued, right? And they'll probably lose and they'll probably pay a fine and uh, Ripple will continue and they'll still have that stupid token and it'll be fine, but it's going to, it's going to crash. I think we're at, what is it? Like 20, 26 cents, 20 cents, no, 23 cents. And it's crashing even further. So yeah, 23 cents is going to crash even further at some point. Yes. It'll probably you know, hit a bottom somewhere. Ripple will pay their fine to the SEC, maybe 500 million, probably, who knows? And then we'll see what happens after that. That's, that's, that's what's going to happen of it. It's, it's not, nothing's going to happen. <laughs> but at the same time, should you be investing in XRP? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. There's easier ways to make money in crypto and Bitcoin. Buy Bitcoin guaranteed 4X this year. Do yourself a favor. Don't gamble with XRP. There's no reason. There's no, don't do it. <laughs> if you want to gamble, you're much better gambling on some DeFi tokens than you are XRP this year. Uh, you know, anyways, I feel, I feel sad and, and I feel bad. I feel really bad for all of you out there who are holding XRP. I hope you got out in time. And quite frankly, you know, I don't know what else I could have done other than say it a gazillion times not to invest in it. Um, but anyways, just wanted to talk about that briefly. Another thing that is, that is going to be interesting is what Tether looks like. The only thing that worries me in 2021, quite frankly, the only thing that could stop this hundred K train from kind of taking place is Tether. I think I think there is a possibility and I'm not just not just trying to scare anybody. I'm just saying there is a possibility that th this new administration goes after Tether. 
that's a strong possibility. They already went after BitMEX. They went after Ripple. Uh, or the past administration went after Ripple, went after BitMEX. Uh, now they're doing this whole regulatory change, possibly on January 4th. Um, this new administration comes in. Do they go after Tether now? It's possible. That's what scares me in 2021. That's the only thing that scares me is that is that pending Tether implosion that a lot of us see in this space, but no one talks about, right? So just something to, to kind of keep your head wrapped around. That's like a ticking time. It's a ticking time bomb in, in the space. It really is. And I'm not joking here, 100%. It's a ticking time bomb in the space, Tether, and what's going to happen with it. Don't, don't, I'm not trying to scare you. I'm just telling you the facts. It's a ticking time bomb. And at some point that's going to implode. And at some point the whole market's going to have to deal with it. And let's hope that comes after hundred K <laughs> let's hope that's what leads to the crash after hundred K <laughs> we can only hope, but that's one thing that scares me in 2021 is that because it's always in the back of my head, but hopefully we'll see the signs before they come. Right. Kind of like what we're seeing with the signs here on January 4th. Uh, but I think that's all I got. I think that's all I got for coin talk. I hope that helps everybody. Cause quite frankly, I was gone for two weeks and I feel like, man, I was leaving you guys high and dry. You know, I felt like, man, do they know what's going on? <laughs> do they, do they see this? Are they paying attention? Are they watching closely? Uh, but quite frankly, I'm so glad I honestly, I'm so glad that I did take a vacation during when it ran high. Cause I mean, honestly, we would have just been gugguing and gagging the whole time. <laughs> there would, I mean, we would have covered all the news, but uh, honestly, they're they're like we, we would have been happy. I mean, there's really it was a great time to leave because now we can get back to reality and <laughs> we can kind of get regrouped for 2021. And yeah, that's what we look to do. Okay, with that, let's get on to the end of the show. Rainbow, how good it is to know your lightning. 
Coin Talk is Dundies. Thank you so much for listening. You know, I really wanted to get back into the swing of things. So thank you for letting me have the opportunity to kind of get back in the swing of things. I'm sorry if I sounded a little kind of fast or was all over the place, but this is what happens when you take a break for two weeks. Uh, you lose your, you lose your, your cool, your cool way of doing things. But uh, anyways, thank you so much. Dolorex.com. Buy a subscription for a friend. Buy Bitcoin. Save the world. See you next time. This is the end of the show. You have been listening to Thriller Podcast with Har Gonzalez. Remember, Thriller Podcast is not financial advice. Everything Har said likely won't come true. It's up to you. Now that do your own research, listen to other things that start their name with crypto and not Har. And remember, buy Bitcoin and save the world, one Satoshi at a time.